Welcome to the Ultimate Vanderpump Rules Rewatch Podcast. I'm Stephanie. And I'm Lindsay. And we're your hosts of VPR Rewind. Happy Tuesday, everybody. We hope that you have had a good week so far. Um, Lindsay and I have just been catching up before we started recording on, you know, life. (laughs) And I just want to, like, do a pulse check on everybody really quick, on all the parents out there who have been experiencing bad weather and their kids have had to stay home. I just want to say like, if you want to throw, if you feel like you want to throw your child like over a bridge into a river, it's okay. Like That's okay. There's no, there's no shame here. Like, we understand. Safe space. <laughs> um, I feel like everybody is just kind of like had it with this like apocalypse that the country is experiencing. It's just like a dumpster fire Uh, everywhere. It was so crazy. All the snow days. We had a full week of nonstop snow, like Friday to Friday. It never stopped snowing. It was so cold. My snot was like freezing in my nose when I took myself out for a walk. Freezing. I mean... Like, like, I think the wind chill was like got to like negative 17 or something. I think is what I saw at one point. And I was like... And then on top of that, when it's they have snow days, they can't go outside to play at your house because it's too cold. It's too cold. Yeah. So they're literally cooped up and it is just. Mm. Yeah. I really feel for disaster for you and all the other parents <laughs> out there that have children that are going stir crazy. If you guys need to vent, you can you can DM us um, and you can vent yeah. anonymously. We won't tell anybody. But um, I had to laugh because I was like. You guys have to go to bed. This is tonight. So you guys have to go to bed because tomorrow you go to school. Full day. So thankful for a full day of school. <laughs> and Aubrey was like, why? And I was like, She's like, what's a routine. full day? Yeah. I was like, routine. We need routine. Because the way our snow days worked, um, not this past week, but the week before, they had off on Wednesday, but then had school Thursday and then went to school Friday or had off Friday. Mm. And then we had the snowstorm mm-hmm. and then they had Monday off. And then Tuesday, they, for some reason went to school, but then everybody like threw a fit because the roads were so bad. Yeah. And then Wednesday had another snow day. So poor Zoe, Zoe goes to school Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. <laughs> so the week before she missed Wednesday and Friday. And then yeah. this past week she missed Monday and Wednesday. So she went like over like a week without school. She wow. had school Monday and then she like didn't go back until the following week, Friday. Oh my God. And that was hard because she was like kind of out of her routine a lot. And so she was like, uh. And kids need, they really thrive off of like those kind of routines, you yes. know, like more than I think that we know or that when we realize yeah. until something like this happens. And even without snow days, when we have like several half days in a row. So my kids had Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday of this week were supposed to be half days, even though Wednesday was a snow day, Thursday and Friday were still half days. So the snow days and the half days just like sent them down a spiral. Yeah. <laughs> so it was just absolute yeah. chaos. So yeah. I feel like all my friends with kids are like, what did we do wrong? Why did we have all yes. these children? <laughs> yes. <laughs> like I'm you hoping- love them. We know, but <laughs> I mean, it's a normal, it's a normal feeling to have. So yeah, I'm hoping um, this week we have no snow days 
It's supposed to be like 40 here in Michigan. It's supposed to get up into the 40s. So I'm hoping it's doing okay and we can just get through this week. But then this weekend, we coming up, we have cheer competition and uh, state competition. So we have to go to Detroit. So uh, that will also throw my kids' schedule off a little bit. Yeah. Sleeping in a hotel. Like, they're very much like sleep in their own bed kids. So okay. it might spiral <laughs> over the weekend, too. But at least give me five days of normalcy. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Well, I finished this. This is going to tie in a little bit to the snow. Um I finished that series I was watching, The Edge of Alaska. Oh, okay. And, yeah. And now, now I know all of the tracks of animals. And so oh. I'm like, not really. I don't really. But <laughs> I feel like I do. So then after I finished watching it, um, Atticus and I went out for a walk. And there's like a trail that connects to my apartment building. So we went out there. And then I was like, oh, look at that track. That's a deer track. Look at that. That's like a, that's a rabbit <laughs> track like oh look at this Atticus padded like, cool. down area of snow under the tree that's definitely a deer bed like you know <laughs> I'm just out here in the wilderness <laughs> like uh what's that guy's name that that Steve Irwin oh yeah yeah I was yeah. thinking well I was thinking of a cartoon because obviously I have kids there's a oh. show and it's called um Molly in the Denali <laughs> and she's like from Alaska okay <laughs> Anyway, it's on PBS. I've never heard but, of that. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, so I'm out so, living off the land now. Um, I made my own peanut butter last weekend. Um, yep. Yes. Bought a Dutch oven. I'm going to make my own bread. Oh, I'm jealous. I have yeah. always wanted a Dutch oven. There's a certain one that I want. Okay. And yeah, I think. I mean, that, I didn't um, spend like a ton of money. It was like 40 bucks. Uh, the thing is, though, that. I have to make mine gluten-free, which is like a whole nother fucking process because you have to add like all these other ingredients to get the bread to hold. So we'll see how that goes. (laughs) Hey, it could work out. And then you're just like making bread every weekend. I know. I know. Bread and peanut butter. Like my family makes their own syrup. So I got my own syrup. My cousin sent like homemade vanilla. I know. I really could. It's It's the running water that gets me. But, yeah. like, not every place doesn't have running water. Like, you can hook it up if you want. Just people choose not to live that way. But I'm like, but why? Like and Electricity, right? They don't probably don't have electricity. Um, Some people don't, no. Okay. Some people do. But, which is wild because in the winter, you only get, like, six hours of daylight. So I'm like, why? <laughs> you guys are just, yeah. like, out here by candlelight. Was, yeah, I was just going to say, do they use candles? How do they heat their, like, oh, wood stove? stove? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, right? It is it's dire straits out there, okay? Like Yeah. And I uh, am a I'm like a productive girly. I love to be productive. So, I would thrive in that aspect, but I also am like a napping girly. Like I love to yeah. nap. I love to lay down and like watch TV. I love to yeah. just not to bed rot. I just want to bed rot for the rest <laughs> of my life. So, but if you do that in Alaska, like you die because you have to go hunt for your food and shit. Yeah. Like get your water from the river, whatever. Not a productive girly. I'm just more of a, (laughs) I just feel like accomplished when I've been like productive with something. Yeah. I hear that. Yeah. I feel like if I keep my kids alive, I'm I'm doing all right. 
Yeah. Yeah. See, you, you have a whole different lifestyle though. Like you're productive every day because you have children and you keep them alive. Yeah, exactly. <sighs> exactly. Um, I listened to, I think we talked about this a little, the last episode that the new podcast with Katie and Dana came out called Disrespectfully. And I listened to the first mm-hmm. episode and I really liked it. And then I was so bored with the second episode. Um, so I don't know. We'll see how it goes. They just is it a weekly? Random topics. What did you say? Is it a weekly episode yeah. drop? Yeah. Okay. They just talk about random topics. They don't really talk about anything like um, Vanderpump related. So you could listen to oh, it. Okay. But I almost think that they try to be like too cool or something. They use all the um. like trendy words and stuff. Like they were talking about, I think I missed the beginning of this conversation that I'm about to tell you about, but um, they're like, yeah, when a guy like comes around and opens the door for you, that's body. Body? (laughs) I don't know. What does that mean? And then they're like, or when a guy like, you know, plays with your hair, that's body. I'm like, I don't know what the fuck that means. I'm going to look it up right now. Yeah, because I'm guessing that means like, good like they like it but it's right. like what the fuck does that have to mean what does I don't body know. Have I to never mean even anything? heard of that before and so they say a lot of stuff like that and uh, I don't know what that means if I had to look up stuff they were saying all the time I'd be like I I guess I'm just not young enough <laughs> not cool enough I'm not with it us. oh yeah that's true I didn't even realize that or like as old at least okay let's as old we're not old <laughs> I mean, I'm saying they're like in their late 30s, at least, if not older. <sighs> this Urban Dictionary says it means to murder someone. So <laughs> I don't know. They probably don't know. They probably heard somebody <laughs> say it and it's like a completely different <laughs> word. Know. Oh, my God. That's hilarious. And they're that like, oh, I heard this word. And it's like pronounced like something way different. <laughs> but they thought it was body. Oh, my gosh. Or it's too new that the Urban Maybe. Dictionary doesn't have it out yet. I don't know. So that kind of like bugs me sometimes because I'm like, what the fuck? Do you even know what you're talking about? I don't. Right. Oh, my God. So and then there is I have one more housekeeping thing. So we talked about Lisa's new show, Villa Vanderpump or Vanderpump Villa or whatever. But it was just um, released that Jax and Kristen and one other cast member that we haven't met yet um, are starting their own show this spring as well. It's called The Valley. I saw that on something. I think it might have been Instagram. It might have popped up on Instagram somewhere, or I saw yeah. it somewhere. I'm not sure. Yeah. So is it a spinoff, or is it? About, I was like, spin-off. when I saw Kristen and Jax, I'm like, why are they doing a show together? And then so, that's his wife, right? It's yeah. It's not a spinoff. Um, it has nothing to do with Vanderpump. It has nothing okay. to do with like working at Sir. It has nothing to do with Sir. Like nothing to do with any of that. It's basically like these these couple people from the cast it was like a feather or something these these couple <laughs> people from the cast um of Vanderpump Rules are also in this show but it has nothing to do they are just um like documenting their lives about living in the valley i guess oh cuz there's so other people like a reality show. show yeah that like are in okay. the show that live near them that were not part of Vanderpump Rules so they're kind of just like starting their own new show, I guess. Interesting. Is that about on Bravo like, or is it going to be like a Hulu? I think Bravo. 
I'm pretty sure. Okay. Yeah, Bravo. Yeah. So it's kind of like about like getting out of LA and like starting an adult life and like families and things like that. And like now they live in the Valley. And so. Interesting. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. So we'll see how that goes. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, we can get into the episode now that I have talked everybody's ear off. Um, oh, this is season three, episode three. It's called Grand Opening and Closure. And we open up right where episode two left off. We are 24 hours away from the pump opening and Sandoval and Kristen have just been suspended from Sir and James has been let go completely. He's been fired. Tom says that the suspension is justifiable and he feels really ashamed about what he did, which just goes to show at one point that Tom was a really good guy with like morals and a conscience. And I thought he, I thought when that happened too, I thought he really was like really understood. Yes. Yeah. I think so too. He wasn't like just, yeah. Yeah. But Kristen and James thinks that they think it's bullshit and they both say that Tom started it. But I'm like, actually came to Kristen like very calmly and tried to talk to her. And then James opened his mouth and started taunting him. And that's what started it. Like uh, Tom shouldn't have pushed him, but like, what James, just shut your fucking British mouth, James. James just, yeah. James should have just left it alone. Like they're grown adults. He wasn't berating her or yelling at her or anything. So there was no need to step in. Right. Just let it be. Yeah. Kristen says that she just wishes Tom would stay out of her life, but she literally inserts herself (laughs) into Tom's business. So I'm like, oh, you can't have those things. They're not mutually exclusive. Um, Yeah. She, yeah, she just lives in a delusional like fantasy world where she thinks the things she's doing are like standard things as an ex, but I'm like, normal people aren't DMing the girl that your ex-boyfriend supposedly cheated on his new girlfriend with. Like, why would you give a fuck? No. (laughs) Like, I'm not out here trying to find out who my ex is dating or cheating on somebody with and then DMing them and, like, telling them about it. I don't give a fuck. (laughs) Like, she's clearly still involved by herself. (laughs) Right. Like, normal people are like, karma will take care of that. Like, right. Yeah, like Taylor Swift literally wrote a whole ass song about how normal people handle these conversations or situations. Um, Okay, so this scene is followed by Stassi meeting her dad to have lunch, a.k.a. drinks. And he's just asking her how she's been and if she's glad to be back. And she says she's glad to be back because L.A. is a little slower than New York, but she didn't miss the people, specifically Sheena. Apparently, Sheena has been blowing up Twitter talking shit about Stassi. Um, I know why Sheena and Stassi are beefing, but we're not going to get into it yet because it will come up later. Um, Some shit went down like between the filming of season two and season three, and we're going to see it play out like all the way through to the reunion. Oh, we'll get to why why they're beefing. Her dad asks if she misses Jax and she's like, um, absolutely not. He can suck a dick. Like, <laughs> no, I don't miss him at all. <laughs> I hope he's sucking lots of dicks. <sighs> that rolls us into our next scene where Jax is back of the therapist. <laughs> um, poor by woman. the way, I don't think that they ever talk about this on the show, but at some point, Kristen is out at a bar with Carmen and this therapist is also there. And she's drunk and she is telling the two of them about things that Jax tells her in their sessions. 
yeah. what? You guys can't see, but Lizzie's mouth is wide open. <laughs> this this doesn't happen on the show, but it happened. It doesn't happen on the show, and I don't think they talk about it on the show. They might. Did Kristen talk about it on her podcast, or how did you find out? Uh, that It came out a long time ago. A long time ago. So I have known for a long time. Oh, okay, okay. So it came yeah. out separate than the show. Okay. Yes, yes. What? HIPAA. Um, exactly. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, if you don't already know in any kind of medical or mental health situation, a client's confidentiality is protected by state laws, which means your therapist cannot talk to any other people about your se- like your sessions, your medication, your health without your permission. But like this bitch is out here telling the whole wide world about it. Because she was drunk. drunk. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> So Kristen overhears it, and then she gets in. This lady gets in big trouble. She gets fired from the show. Um, I don't think her license was taken away though, because I did at one point look up her Instagram, and she still is. I'm pretty sure, like, she still claims that she's licensed on there, oh, and okay. she has been on other shows, like some other talk shows about mental health, like maybe um, what's the old ball guy's name with the mustache? Doctor Phil. Dr. Phil. Um. And like a couple other ones, I think she's been on. Okay. So, yeah. Damn. But after that, (laughs) she's definitely not allowed to appear on the show anymore. So, yeah. (laughs) Crazy. Holy shit. Okay. So, Jax is telling her about the Carmen Tiffany situation. And he tells her about the tattoo of Carmen's name. She asks him where he goes in his head when he makes these decisions because it obviously didn't have the effect he wanted the first time he did it. So what would make him think it would work this time? (laughs) And he says it's because it put a smile on Carmen's face and made her happy. And he's a people pleaser. So he does things that so that people will like him because he's very insecure. He doesn't say he's insecure, but like he is. Yeah, clearly. But, like, Carmen also needs to be in therapy because he said that he got that tattoo, like, two weeks into them dating. And here we find out that not only did she know about it, but she was happy about it. And I'm like, girl, like, that's a, that is a red flag the size of, like, fucking Canada. Like, you got to get out. You got to run. But I think because she's young, right? Because isn't she younger? She's in college. college, So it's probably, like, the naiveness of, like... And probably he was saying things that she wanted to hear. And she just was like in that one episode when he was, she was like, you just told me yesterday you wanted me to have your babies. Like, so she's probably just so like in Jack's land. Yeah. It, she was probably like thought they were going to get married in this tattoo. And she just probably went. Yeah. Like maybe she thought that this was going to be one of those situations where like, you meet somebody and you like fall in love right away and then you like live happy right. ever after. But yeah, this isn't a Disney fairy she just, tale. She just didn't know Jax's uh, history. <laughs> if she was so happy about the tattoo, did she not question like, but why do you have Stassi's name tattooed on you? Like, right. wouldn't that be like a sign? Like, Oh, he just like gets these. I'm not special. Like he just, right. And you know, you know, she saw because you know, he took his shirt off. Right. I right. Mean, come on. They're not having sex in the dark. Right. Like, yeah. <laughs> Sticking a band-aid over it every time. Who <laughs> uh, knows? He probably did. He probably, uh, he, you know what? He probably borrowed Tom's concealer. Just put that over <laughs> it. He called it a day. <laughs> there you go. Don't rub that. Don't rub that. Don't touch that arm. Right. <laughs> he used some setting spray on it. So it wouldn't yeah. come out. <laughs> oh my God. He oh. then tells her that Stasi is back in town 
and he emailed her because remember she blocked him on her phone. Yeah. And the therapist asks if he wants to get back together with her or just be friends. And at first he says, just be friends, but he has to gain her trust back, which then, then turns into, well, just friends right now, because that's all that there can be, which then turns into, okay, maybe there are still feelings there. So, I'm like, oh my God, this guy's all over the place. Yeah. In the next scene, Kristen and James are out together getting drinks. James says that he's really stressed about losing his job because he has bills to pay, including his new car. So maybe he didn't win it. Maybe that yeah. like, clip that I read was wrong. It was on the internet, so it's true. Okay, you guys. Or like, maybe he's still obviously. paying for like, maybe he has to pay the insurance on it or the taxes. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. True. Won it. Yes. Could be. Yeah. Kristen says that she's in the same boat and that she's still paying Tom's cable and car insurance. <laughs> like, I definitely don't understand that. Like, if she wanted him out of her no. life so badly, why on earth would you still be paying these bills for him? And they've been broken yeah. up for a while at this point. So. Right. Like, I get, like, if, like, the cable, for instance, was, like, in her name, but he was paying it. Like, that's one thing. Yeah. Like, if you had a contract and, like, right. you knew he was going to, like, pay it on time. Like, right. he took care of the bill. It's not like you took care of the bill or he didn't have to Venmo you and pay this bill for me. Or, you know, he just took care of it, like, out of sight, yeah. out of mind. But if she's still having to pay for it, like, no. 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 Yeah. That's wild. So with some liquid courage in her, she texts Tom and says she's coming to pick up the cable box this week and that she's done dealing with this shit. Do James and Kristen stay together long? I feel like they don't. I feel like the chemistry between them is so awkward. Yeah. No, they don't. Okay. Okay, good. Because I'm just like, I just do not understand. He is definitely a rebound, I feel, for her. Yes. Because I feel like she almost like has the ick like well I think we talked about this last time that I think a big we both agreed that a big reason that she age, is right? with him is because it pissed off Tom yeah and he liked so, the older woman probably. Yeah. yeah yeah okay as long as they don't keep this up because it goes on for a little so while but oh gosh okay but not, not for like <laughs> endless seasons they're not okay. still together <laughs> okay good now it is opening day of pump and Lisa and Jiggy are getting glammed. Um, Lisa looks <laughs> stunning in a long yes. purple fitted dress. Like her girls are out to play. She's got a lot of cleavage yep. going on. I have to imagine she's had like some kind of boob lift because no one's tits look that good at that age. Like I'm 13 no. and I don't even look that good. So no, she had to have some work. Yeah. And Jiggy is going to wear his diamond encrusted tuxedo. Because, of course, he has one of those. <laughs> I'm more expensive than anything I own. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, it's worth your house, at least. <laughs> Stassi is also going to the opening, but she stops at Sir for a drink first. And she also looks amazing. She has on, like, a white two-piece outfit. It's a knee-length skirt and, like, a long sleeve crop top with a gold necklace that is surprisingly not too over the top. It's very I don't cheap, know if she very put together. Like went to New York and like her fashion sense got better, but I feel like every episode oh, that she's been back from New York, she just looks so much more like I should say she looks she doesn't look like trash, like trashy. 
Yeah. Like, I feel like sometimes, not saying that she looked trashy before, but sometimes, like, it was just, I don't know. Maybe I shouldn't say trashy. Maybe she just looks more mature, like, from I coming back so. from New York. more mature. It's like she's putting a little okay. bit more thought into right. her outfits. Okay. Yeah. I shouldn't say yeah. trashy. Take that back. But, yeah. Uh, it's a, I don't think anybody's <laughs> going to come for you. <laughs> Don't say she looked like trash. <laughs> she looks very cheap tonight, though. Yes. Um, the next couple scenes kind of like flip flop back and forth between Pump and Sir because things are happening at the same at both places like simultaneously. So just keep that in mind because I'm not going to break it down like necessarily scene by scene. Sure. Okay. So James shows up at Sir and he clocks in, but he's fired. Remember, so. <laughs> I loved when Katie just looked at him and or, and then looked at like Peter and was like, the fuck is he doing here? <laughs> Peter was like, I don't know. I'm he like, I know. Just act, James just acted like that meeting where he got fired didn't exist. Like, yeah. Like he just waltzed in there, punched in. Like he was just ready to go do his thing. Like, yeah. Yep. So yeah, he clocks in. Like you said, Peter and Katie are talking about the meeting when this happened. So Peter is like, I'm going to go find out what's going on. Meanwhile, Pump is packed. They have had quite the turnout for this grand opening. I think they invited 300 people, but then like those people brought their friends and yeah. relatives and all that kind of stuff. So um, it's very busy. The place looks beautiful. And Schwartz is behind the bar. So it seems that Katie has talked Lisa into giving him another chance. <laughs> Eventually... Stassi shows up, and while she's at the bar getting a drink, Sheena comes up and starts a conversation with her. She says, I know we haven't talked in a while, and Stassi's like, well, you know why, which we're going to find out about. And Sheena uh -huh. acts like she doesn't know why, which is such, like, Sheena-coded behavior. I feel like she does things wrong, and then she's like, I don't know what you're talking about. Like, I was just trying to help. I was just trying to do right. it. Like, it drives me insane. Sheena is by far, I know this is going to come as a shock to everyone because I talk about how much I hate Kristen so much, but she is by far my least favorite cast member to this day. Like I still oh. cannot stand her. I don't know. It's just something about her. She just plays this like naive girl and she's not. I feel like she's more calculated than people think that she is. But yeah, it's just my opinion. So she was like, no, I don't know why. And Stassi, you know, calls that out and says, this is why I have an issue with you because you always play the victim. Stassi says that Sheena says bad things about her on the internet. And Sheena says, I don't say bad things about you. I just retweet them. <laughs> so like, I don't directly say them. I just like agree and like yeah. say it again. <laughs> That's like someone saying, I didn't lie. I just didn't tell the whole truth. Right. I like, just left it out. Yeah. Omitting facts yeah. is still lying. <laughs> and talking you shit about them via Twitter is still talking shit. Like, yes. still talk shit. Sheena gets very defensive and says that she came over trying to be cordial, but it's just a waste of her time. She cheers Stassi's glass and says, I wish you the best, and then walks away. Which, also a typical Sheena behavior. Someone's going to call her out. She's not going to stick around for it. She's just going to leave. So that she doesn't mm -hmm. have to, like you know, be accountable for it. At Sir, Kristen tells Jax that Stassi is at the opening, not Kristen, Christina. Christina tells Jax that Stassi is at the opening of Pump and that she had stopped into Sir for a drink. And Jax 
is like gobsmacked that she came into search, <laughs> didn't even say hi to him. Like, what did you expect her to do? Like, be your best friend? Yeah. No. Like, no. She's, I, I don't know. He says that he wants to just make sure she's okay. Like, dude, she's the best she's ever been. Yeah, she's fine <laughs> you without need, you. She's doing a-okay. A yeah. You don't need to fill any space up there in that blank head of yours worried about if she's okay or not. Like, focus on other things. And Christina just hit him where it hurts. And with the straightest face, she says, you want to make sure she's okay after you fucked her best friend? <laughs> Yeah, Christina just did not hold back for that. No, and I loved her for it. And Jack says, well, actually, I, I want to say hi to her. So you don't care at all if she's okay. You just want to make yeah. sure she doesn't hate you because you can't stand when people don't like you. Like, mm -hmm. you really don't care if she's okay or not. Or maybe, <laughs> I think also in his mind, like, he doesn't want her to be okay without him. Yeah. He wants her to be, like, miserable, you know? Mm-hmm. My ex actually did the same exact thing as Jax when we broke up. Like, I blocked him, and then he messaged Mary Ruth, who you guys have met, literally saying, like, I don't want to make sure – I just want to make sure she's okay. And Mary Ruth, like, christina the shit out of him if he didn't care for she's that. She's wonderful. Yeah. She's wonderful. So, christina quickly shoots this idea down of Jax saying hi to her and says that it's just going to bring up everything that Sassy had worked so hard to get past. And Jax can't figure out why she has so much hostility and anger and wants to, like, still hold a grudge. They both did things to hurt each other. So why doesn't she want to talk to him and see him? Um, but in all the years that this show has been on, uh, however many, we're on, like, up to season 11 now, it has never, ever come out that Stassi cheated on Jax or slept with his best friend or, like, even looked at another guy in a flirty like, right. way. So whatever she mm. did to hurt Jax, like, it does not compare to him sleeping with Kristen. It never will. Right. So, right. obviously, she's going to hold a grudge. Mm-hmm. Um, it, just, it just goes to show you that he still doesn't think what he did is a big deal. <laughs> he still doesn't see it as, like, an actual problem. No. Jack says that he is close to her family and he wants to know how they are. Like, so fucking ask them. What does Stassi yeah. have to do with any of that? Yeah. So says, you probably have their phone numbers or right. their email address. <laughs> right. Yeah, or their email address. Christina says, no, you were close to them. Not are. You were. Like, right now, there's nothing between the two of you. She tells him that Sassy is fine. Her family is fine. Her dog is fine. <laughs> she says, you need to move on because she won't be saying hi to you. No more highs. Like, no more. <laughs> like, honestly, Christina exactly. should be Jax's therapist because that's the yeah. best monologue I've ever heard anyone say to Jax. Yeah. So, yeah, maybe when this chick get, gets fired, Jax can go see Christina and talk to there her about her problems instead. Yeah, she suits it straight. After confirming with Ken that James is definitely fired, Peter confronts him in the alley about why he is still working. And Ariana is out there on her break, but neither of them see her when they walk out there. So <laughs> Peter just starts talking to, to James and then the camera like zooms in on Ariana and her face is like, oh shit, like they don't know I'm here and this is about to get really serious. Like, what do I do? Like, she looks Just like she wants to run, but she like doesn't want them to see her. 
<laughs> right. Like I just better sit here and stay still. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, it was so funny. Um, Peter says, Lisa let you go. So I'm not sure why you're still here. And James says, well, I took it upon myself to call Natalie and I really want my job here. And Peter's like, well, Lisa wants you gone. So you have to leave. James mm -hmm. goes and gets some stuff. But then when he walks back out to leave, he says to Peter that Peter has had a problem with him ever since he started dating Kristen. And he gets that it's because he's on Tom's side of it all, but he works his ass off at Sir. And he's a good worker. And, you know, he's just trying to make a claim for himself. And at first I thought Peter was wearing down a little bit. But then James <laughs> is like, you know, everybody else has stolen glasses of sangria and I've never stolen a glass. <laughs> you just cut your head off there, James. You should have never even brought it up. Because Peter's been like, Peter says, you're right. You haven't stolen a glass of sangria. You've stolen pictures of sangria. <laughs> yep. He tells James to just go, and then James finally does leave. Oh Over at um, Pump, Sassy finds the bar that Schwartz is working at outside. He asks if she wants a drink, and when she says yes, he's like, so perfect. I made a margarita for this guy, and he didn't drink it, so you can have it. Drinks already made. And she's like, I don't want a margarita. I want a pump teeny. And he's like, no, this margarita is so good. Like, I promise you're going to love it. Oh, good. Like he was trying to sell her on that drink so hard. Not want to make another drink. Like <sighs> no, you can't pay him enough to make another drink right now. <sighs> but he eventually brings over some like pink drink. It's not the pumptini. Um, the pumptini is vodka, simple syrup, orange liqueur, grapefruit juice, and a lime wedge garnish. And I will post the recipe in our stories if you guys ever want to yep. make it with all the right. um, measurements and stuff like that. We actually have a bar here called The Woods, and they make a Woods teeny. Have you ever had one? No. No. It's essentially the same thing. Um, they just, yeah, it's just a bunch of liquor in a martini glass, and then they, like, put a bunch of liquor-infused fruit in it as well. I don't know oh, if they still okay. make them, but um, they used to. Okay. Tom says that he doesn't think he's cut out for actual work, but now in present day time, he actually owns his own bar. So I guess he figured it out at some point. Yeah. Not this episode. He does not figure that out <laughs> on this episode. <laughs> no. There's a, one of those little like commercial break scenes and Kristen reveals that she is taking Mai Tai, Muay Tai. How do you I, say it? It's something like, yeah, I, it's something. I think it's my, it's, yeah a fitness we're gonna butcher it so she she's taking some kind of like um combat kickboxing type class. yeah it's a combat sport but by before they start her trainer suggests that they take a shot of whiskey and i'm like it is ten thousand degrees outside and you're about to do a workout out there and you're gonna take a shot of whiskey like I don't know that that's the best idea. Well, and I don't know what kind of trainers like start off their sessions with alcohol. Well, they're like... they're friends first. Oh yeah, that's true. They did. So yeah. I think that's why. Yeah. yeah. Well, leave it to Kristen to try it. She's like shots for everybody. Bring them on. Then we're gonna go work out. <sighs> and she's hitting a punching bag, and she says that it might as well be a picture of Sandoval's face, or maybe Ariana's. And I'm like. Don't so lie like that. Like no one believes that you would picture Tom's face there before Ariana's. 
Like, no. don't say that. No. Don't say it was Tom. It was not Tom's face. No. While Kristen is practicing Mai Tai, I think Mai Tai is a drink. I, I think, think it is. Mai an tai alcohol is a drink. drink. I don't know how to say this word, you guys. I'm so sorry. Um, but while she's practicing it, Ariana oh. and Tom are having a day date at the batting cages. But this just turns into them sitting down and like talking about how crazy Kristen is. <laughs> Everything. Crazy Kristen. <sighs> Stassi is finally moving into her new apartment. Has a very nice like open floor layout with a very unique spiral staircase in the middle of the room that takes you up to the second floor. Mm -hmm. Tom and Katie bring some of her stuff over from their apartment and she gives them a tour. One of the bedrooms is going to be Patrick's studio. Um, cause he has that XM radio show mm -hmm. or it's going to be a nursery, you know, when, either yeah. way. Just so, so casually said that. Well, so Stassi is very serious about this relationship and about Patrick apparently, which I think they've only been dating, They've lived in New York for six months. I don't know how long they were dating before that. So maybe they've been together a year-ish. I guess I guess you could be yeah. since then. Yeah. She seems to think that this is going to be the man she is going to spend her life with and have children with. So um, the apartment does have two bathrooms. So it meets all of Sassy's one requirement. <laughs> yes. She can poop in peace. Yeah. The day after the pump opening, Lisa is at Sir talking to Peter and James shows up and she's like, what are you doing here? And James <laughs> says he wants to talk to her. And she's like, I think you should let me know in advance if you want to talk to me. Like, maybe you should reach out to my assistant first. Don't spring it on me like that. Yeah. That, which is now the line that I will use whenever anyone I don't like says they want to talk to me and be like, you should probably let me know in advance if you want to talk to me. Because I don't think I can put that in my schedule. Not right now. Lisa asks if he wants Peter to sit in on the conversation. And he's like, um, no. He says he wrote a letter and he just wants two minutes to read it to her. And she's like, is it a love letter? <laughs> And he's like, no. And she says, is there anything Peter can't hear? And he's like, no, but it's a letter that I like specifically wrote for you. In his confessional, James says that it's a normal thing in England when you are sorry about something to write that person a letter. And I fucking love that. And I will be writing letters to anyone that I owe an apology to from here on out. Yeah. Um, these will not be backdated apologies, though. So if I owe you one <laughs> or like prior to today... You're not even going to get that. Don't um, be waiting on the mail. Yeah. But um, going forward, yeah, I will be writing it in letter form. We find out that James has been telling people he got hired because he's a family friend. But Lisa's only met his mom once. So yeah. not really a family friend. She does <laughs> hire James as a favor to his mom, though. And she tells James that the reason for his firing wasn't just from the night of Sheena's birthday. It was a culmination of things that had been going on. So James reads his letter to her, which basically says how sorry he is and that his behavior at Mixology was out of line and drinking on the job is unacceptable. He basically begs for his job back because he likes working there and he's built friendships and relationships with the people there, which is understandable. Like when you work in a job at like with the people that you that you actually like and you get along with, it makes 
you know, a huge difference with yeah. your experience. But Lisa's like, mm, don't you think maybe that's the problem? Like maybe your relationship with one specific person is the problem. Yeah. Like you guys shouldn't be working together. Because it was fine until that happened. Yeah. So James Ugh. says that if he makes, if it makes everyone comfortable and we'll get him his job back, then like, please schedule me when she's not here. Like we don't have to work together. Mm-hmm. And the letter showed Lisa that he had taken the time to think about what he had written and what he had done. And it proves that James is right about writing apology letters. Um, They actually work. If I thought James was like smart at this point in time, I would have assumed that he was like, oh, she's from my homeland. So like writing this apology in letter form will mean a lot to her because she gets it. But I think he was just like, oh, this is just what I've always done. This is what I was taught to do. So I'm going to do it. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I think I think he would have done it even if Lisa wasn't British. Mm-hmm. But it just happened to help that she is. <laughs> right. Yeah. It meant more. Yeah. So Lisa dismisses James and she tells him she'll think about it. Tom. I love how you said dismisses. She just. She does. She just she just thing. She's like, you may go. <laughs> Tom and Ariana. Okay, one thing though. Whenever I like talk about James, I always or am I I'm quoting something he says. Like, I always want to do his accent, but I never feel that way about Lisa, and I don't know why. I think because hers is like more refined, maybe. So it's not like super uh, as notice- noticeable. Maybe. maybe it's more subtle. Yeah, I don't know. She's maybe. like, please. Can you please pass the butter dish, and he's like, can you please pass the butter dish? <laughs> like this is like so enunciated, and so you just like you hear. Please it continue more. to do that. Please continue <laughs> to do his voice. I love it. I'm gonna make a fool out of myself, but that's okay. That's okay. All right. Um. Tom and Ariana are decorating Tom's apartment when Kristen texts and says she's going to stop over to get the cable box. In her confessional, Kristen says that she's over Tom as long as she doesn't have to think about Tom. (laughs) Okay, so you're not over him. Yeah, that's all you do. Right, exactly. Kristen tells Tom that she has to return the cable equipment because the actual bill is still in her name. So I think what happened was like, he went and got new equipment and like returned the equipment that she had purchased or borrowed or whatever for the, your apartment and got new equipment. But like the bill is still in her name. So it didn't fucking matter. Like, right. You, the bill has to be in his name. Yeah. So that this is like the only thing besides sir and the friend group that is holding them together is this fucking cable box. And Tom is like, I know, but I have some stuff on the DVR that I really want to watch. <laughs> they didn't have on demand back then. No, they didn't. So, all the DVR days before everything was streaming. Yes. If it wasn't DVR, you're just going to have to miss it until reruns. Exactly. Yeah. Which is so crazy because even before that came out, like you had to watch it when it was on. You couldn't yep. like record it or save it no. for later. No. Speaking of like throwback, like, I don't know if your mom ever watched like soap operas. Oh yeah. Like 
days of our lives are young and the restless. Like, yes, my mom was like diehard young and the rest still is. She still watches it every single day. They still have all the same fucking people on it. Yes. Unless they literally die. Yeah. Unless they die, they stay on. So she is like literally diehard young and the restless every night at seven o'clock. That's what she watches. Um, because they replay it at 7 p.m. From oh my earlier. gosh. So Young and the Restless and, and Bold and the Beautiful. Uh-huh. Um, when we were growing up, we she used to set a timer on the VCR with her blank tapes. Oh. And she would like have a timer that they needed to start recording at 12:30. And oh they did not God. stop recording until 2 p.m. So she could she would record it all week. And then on the weekends when she did laundry, she would watch it and like be able to fast forward through the commercials. And like, oh, that was her thing. And hilarious. I can remember like, there were a few times where we messed with the VCR and like canceled her timer and she like <laughs> lost her shit because she would have to miss a day of the, of the episode. And then she would be like, something probably happened. And <laughs> you guys like, I don't know what's going to happen. Like it was awful. So she would have to call one of my aunts. To find out what happened that day. It is my aunts will still talk to my mom. Oh my to god. To this day, they will call and talk about, oh, did you watch soap today? Not on. Watch... And I'm like, you guys, <laughs> yes. Legitimately how, young. How are they still having like storylines on these shows? Like, I don't know. You, she... have, you have to have gone through every single imaginable storyline ever. Yes. The Young and the Restless, she said that she has been watching it since it started. And I believe she said it started shortly after my brother was born or shortly after I was born. So either 1985 or 1987. No, no. Let me tell you when it started. The Young and the Restless premiered on CBS in 1973. Okay. Well, maybe maybe Bold and Beautiful is that one. Oh, maybe. I don't know. But she has been watching it since the beginning. And literally can tell you. I mean, I don't know. You marry, divorce, kill. I feel like that's how the <laughs> the sequence goes. Yes. Di- you know, like cheating, yeah. affairs, new people. Like, it's just, I mean, so not there were saying. Like two, okay, there were two people in this world, two women in this world. You either watch the soap operas on CBS or you watch the ones on ABC. Yep. So like ABC had like General Hospital and um, or NBC like our lives. NBC, yeah. NBC, NBC was Bold and the Beautiful and Young and the Restless, right? Or no? And Guiding Light. Yes. Guiding Light. So mm-hmm. those were the ones my mom watched as well. And I remember like rushing home from school <laughs> to watch <laughs> them with her. I was also like yep. so invested. Like sometimes I wouldn't even. I played softball. And I would have pitching practice after school and I would like, I would like not go. So I could go home and watch the soap opera. It was so bad. And then in the summer back then, you know, when you had something recording on your VCR, you couldn't change the channel like you can now. Right. So like we, in the summertime when my mom was working and my brother and I were at home, like that's literally, we had to watch soap operas because of this recording. <laughs> and so we would get invested. So then in the fall, when school started, we're just like, what the hell? We need to know what happens. And so there was a new soap opera. I remember it came on in my middle school, I think maybe the end of elementary middle school. And it went through, I think it was like on for five or six years and it was called passions. Oh yes. With the little, like the little, you know, who was on that? 
Um, oh, I cannot think of her name right now. It's Kristen something, but she was on that Disney movie. Um, well, we are way off track here, but she was on the <laughs> Disney movie. Um, oh my God, what is it called? I used to Xenon. Xenon Girls 21st Century. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. The main girl. That girl was in passion. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and the old woman and her little, uh, the little person that was with her that turned into like the doll, Timmy. Oh, I didn't really like watch it. So I don't know. Oh, no. I was literally obsessed because <laughs> they had this guy on there. Oh, my gosh. His name was Luis on the show. Whew. He was so, so <laughs> attractive. And I was here. I am like, what, 13 years old? Like, yes. oh, my God, this guy. <laughs> and oh. I can remember I was like addicted. So then my mom was watching it as well. And so she would record it. And so then I would be like, don't watch passions without me because it was from like two to three. Oh my gosh. It was so bad. But anyway. Oh my God. How we got, oh, we were talking about the DVR. DVR. So yeah. 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 Thank God they've come a long way. Cause now I can like record what I want and watch it on my own time. And my kids yeah, can watch the now you can watch recording the and, whenever you want. <laughs> and half the time it's streaming the next day. And right. Just, yeah. So funny. Oh. That was fun. <laughs> that was fun. <laughs> Kristen suddenly gets very emotional. And without any prior conversation from Tom, she just says, Tom, I just want this to be over. You don't have to like me or him, referring to James. We don't have to all be friends. And Tom is like, mm, I know. Like, I already moved on. <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> and I'm you go out of your, your way Kristen. to make Kristen. yourself like a part of my life. And she says, people change when they're happy. And he's like, well, you don't look very happy. <laughs> and he's like, but I'm happy. Meanwhile, Ariana is just quietly sitting in the corner of the couch, like watching all of this go down. Uh, and like good on her for just sitting there and like not inserting herself or saying anything at all. Yes. She's just like letting it play out and letting Kristen make a fucking fool out of herself. Mm-hmm. Kristen says to Tom, just don't be hurtful anymore. And he's like, I'm not trying to be it's in reciprocation to your actions, which is like a little gaslighty, but Kristen is also a fucking psycho. So I can understand Tom like yeah. laughing out from time to time. Kristen then looks at Ariana and says, she doesn't hate her. She's just jealous and insecure um, about something that, you know, that she thought happened, which ended up being true talking about Ariana and Tom like kissing mm -hmm. or whatever. So just like, she's like, just give me some grace. And Tom and Ariana are both like, it wasn't true. Like we didn't sleep together. I don't know how right. many times I have to tell you that. And then Kristen says to Tom, I'm sorry. It took me a little longer to get over this than it did you. And his response was, that's fine. Like, uh, yeah, like, oh, I think cool. she was like waiting for him to be like, I'm still really not over it. Kristen, we're both still dealing with it, but like, yes. you know, we'll get through it or some shit like that. Yeah. And I feel like she also meant it as like a dig at him. She's like, I'm sorry that like it took me a little longer to get over it, you know, than it did for you. And he's like, it's cool. Like, no big deal. It took you longer. It's totally fine. Not bothering me at all. Need. Right. The whole interaction was like just so fucking weird. Yeah. If I, if I was Kristen, I would not have had that conversation with Ariana there. Like, I wouldn't have said no. any of it. I would have just gotten my shit and left. Yeah, it was very... <clears throat> awkward yeah um i'm really interested to hear Kristen's side 
of this scene, like how it was edited or if they had, if it was something they had to like reenact or if they got any direction from producers or like, if this is exactly how it went. Yeah. Um, and I mean, I was she hoping- was crying a lot. So I thought maybe, I feel like if it was a reenactment, like maybe she wouldn't have cried as much because it probably wouldn't have like hurt as much. Cause like right. it's already done. Or it right. happened, but yeah, maybe some um, of the points that they brought up and wanted them to talk about was kind of like, initiated like by the producers yeah but i was hoping that she would talk about it on her podcast when they recap season three but i don't think they're gonna recap any more previous episodes i think oh, okay. they're gonna start recapping um the when new season 11 comes out yeah okay so we won't have any of that information anymore which kind of sucks i today when we were watching the game off subject again, sorry guys. Um, we were watching the game and there was like a commercial came on and it said something about Vanderpump and Aubrey was like, mom, there's Vanderpump. And Josh like <laughs> reached over and like covered my ears and my eyes. And he's like, Shh, your mom can't see this yet. She can't see it. <laughs> <laughs> Cause it was like a new promo. Oh yeah. my gosh. I love that. I was just like, Oh my gosh. I love that Josh is like so on board with this. (laughs) So Kristen, this is the end of the episode. Kristen leaves with her big bag of tricks and that's how the episode ends. I was confused why she left so much shit there. Why did you have have so much? And stuff? I don't know. And it was just confusing because I feel like when you, I mean, he already had time to move Ariana in. So clearly this is. Ariana is not living there. Oh, she doesn't live there. She doesn't live oh, there. I don't okay. know where her apartment she's her apartment is or whatever or where she lives. But at this point, she is not officially living there yet. Oh, uh, okay. I was yeah. like, dang, they already had time to move her in and stuff. And Kristen still hadn't gotten her stuff. No, she doesn't but live there. Still, but I'm like, still, why didn't you, when you left and you knew that you were leaving that relationship, like, why didn't you just take everything? So she did she have an think that if back. she... That's what I was just going to say. Did she think that if she left things like that was still her connection to him and she could still like be in his life that way because she would have to go back to his place? Like, yeah, 100%. Kristen's conniving. Ugh. But yeah, she did have a big old bag of stuff when she left. It wasn't just a cable box. No. That probably was the smallest thing she had because she (laughs) had to laugh at the big, the big Ikea bag. That he pulled right. out when he started stuffing. I'm like, oh, <laughs> those those do hold a lot of stuff. Oh, yeah. That's funny. So, yeah. That's right. How it, that's how it ends. Um, my green flag. <laughs> um, I think my green flag is James really trying to get his job back and realizing that this is like a very serious situation. I think it's the next episode, but Katie says something about how she sees James like trying so hard to get his job back. Like why doesn't Schwartz care about his job that much? And Uh so I think that just for me, I don't know. I just thought that was good to see because he is so much younger than all of those people, you know, but he is taking it seriously. So I like that he wrote her the letter. Yeah, the letter was my mm-hmm. green flag for sure. <laughs> um, <laughs> And then my red flag is hmm. I really need to start like writing these down before we record because <laughs> I just 
totally forget. Um, Sorry. I think the whole like Sheena Stasi interaction, maybe. But that's only because I like know what has been going on between them. Right. So I don't know. I don't know if I really like have too much of a red flag for this episode. I mean, shit goes down, but not anything really like we've seen in past episodes. Yeah. Um, my red flag is probably going to be Kristen at the apartment with um, Ariana and Tom because I just feel like, like I said a few minutes ago, like I just don't understand why you left so much stuff mm-hmm. there. Like, yeah, if you were so done and you guys were both John with the like you should have left it. And also, on Tom's end, I would have packed her shit up and dropped it on her door, her doorstep. Fuck yeah! And if I was like, Ariana, I would have been like, "You need to get this shit out of here." Yeah, I'll bag it up for you. Like, yeah. I don't want to see that shit. Yeah. Um, my green flag is going to be when Katie and Schwartz went to Stassi's new apartment and, like, did the tour because I felt like Stassi's just, like, in a really good place right now and, like, seems, like, genuinely, like, happy and doesn't mm-hmm. have, like, the negative bullshit that she had when she was working at Sir with and with Jax. Yeah. So I'm really happy for her in this uh, new happy relationship girl era that's a good green flag i like that one mm-hmm. yeah and her apartment was cute i liked it yeah all right guys. better than the other ones on the episode like <laughs> like tom's i mean yeah tom's looks so like basic like super basic jax's actually isn't too bad but i don't understand um like his almost looks like a Spanish style like villa kind of yeah. Like, they all a different have like vibe to styles, it. but I think they're all living in like different areas of the city. So okay. That's why? Okay, but I yeah, I thought Sassy's apartment was cute. So yeah. All right, that's the end of um, episode three, and we will be back next week with episode four. See you next Tuesday. <laughs>